0: Reflections of Earth. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Zooming through the sky, Little Einstein. Climb aboard, get ready to explore. There's so much to find, Little Einstein. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow, broadcasting from The Backside of Water.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 162 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, with my co-host Brian Galloway. Brian, how are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good. I just getting over getting over a little illness, but uh, so my voice is showing it a little bit, but um I'm good and um I'm looking forward to uh this discussion today. We're gonna have an interesting discussion and I've actually been thinking about this all day.
1: Well, you know, before we get into this, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I just want to say another thank you to all of the guests we've had on recently. I mean, we have had some really excellent shows with a lot of really good guests, you know. And, of course, you know, this week, hey, it's just me and Brian. We're here to entertain you, but we just want to give a a shout out of thanks. And I was just thinking about that. Think about all the guests we've had on recently and how thankful we are for them. And uh, thankful for all the ones that are going to be coming up, you know.
0: Yeah, and Taylor, just so you know, Taylor's working on something. Um, for them but we'll, I, I'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that later
1: Ooh, nice okay so this week's episode you know we've kind of been reflecting it seems like when I approached Brian about this we've both been reflecting on this topic so as a lot of you know or may not know October 1 starts the new fiscal year for Disney and it, this comes annually okay uh, the idea of price increases you know you balance your budgets. You look at the end of September and what do we need to do effective October 1. And most years, if not all, they have some sort of slight increase or adjustment on their pricings as they try to forecast their budgets and, and revenue for the next fiscal year. So here we are sitting with a, a price increase to, to tickets to annual passes. If you're an annual pass holder, there was an increase of a few hundred bucks for all tiers um, or, or the main tiers, right? And what do we get from it? You know, I, <clears throat> again, before we go into it separately, too, we've been messaged before, and Brian, I know you remember this in the past, if someone said that we were really negative on one episode a long time ago. And I, I wanted to look at this more as a realist than a negative or a pessimist episode. I want us to kind of just talk, Brian. You know, see what we think about the state of things, and I have some concerns, as I know you do too.
0: Well, no, and again, I I still take offense to that one comment because we're honest, and I think the problem is there's too many people that are Disney fans that that think, "Oh my God, Disney is yes, everything. Disney does is beautiful. Everything Disney does is great." Hey, not it's a business. Things happen. Um, we we are we like to be honest kid we want things to be great we want things to be beautiful that's the way it is but life's not like that we pay taxes our taxes go up every year McDonald's hamburgers go up every year everything goes up guys if you if pe- people sometimes need to jump in reality and look at things and say oh you know these prices are going up okay well everything's going up you know 2023 there's not 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 often do you see Hey, guess what? The average price of something is going to go down. It, nothing goes down anymore, guys. That's the way it is. So, yeah. you know, is Disney any different? No, they have business to run. So that's, this is the one thing I want, I, I want to make it very clear to me. To me, I hate when people complain about prices because they should know by now that prices are going to go up. And there's a reason why, and I will talk about this, but there's a reason why I, I complain about that. Because, hey, oh, you know, I can't go, I can't go to the, I can't go to the parks anymore because I can't afford it anymore okay well how many times a year do you go to the parks you go four or five times yes i do okay well maybe this year you only go twice and you go twice and you'll be able to afford it and i think that's the way things have changed but let, let's let's look at this you want you start first evan and i'll go i'll go into my spiel later
1: well i mean i, th- I think you're on the right track it, especially and you say this often and i, I agree with you You know, if you're having to cut corners on your vacation because you can't afford it, then you made this comment and I I read it and you maybe didn't even know if I saw it. But save another month of money or two months of money or three months of money to actually go and enjoy yourself. Right. I mean, this like you said, this is the market. This is the state of the economy. Things are going up. We have just come out of and hopefully you're trying to. Well, I mean, like mortgage rates are not better, but unprecedented inflation the last few years coming out of COVID when the supply chain and and our um, marketplace is trying to correct itself with demands and how does, how does companies respond to that? Well, they're increasing their prices. So if you want to go on vacations and enjoy vacations and have a vacation that's similar to what the Walt Disney resort experience can provide, it's going to cost a little more money. Therefore you're going to have to save up a little more money. Right. And, that's something we talk about often. But yeah, to go into it, you know, we have a few topics that came from this reflection period. You know, we may call this the state of the union of Disney of the Disney Parks. Just some reflections, okay? The first reflection I have was recently with Hollywood Studios. Great Park has a lot of great rides in it. Of course, is home to Batuu, Toy Story Land, um, some classics like Tower of Terror, these things that people really do like. But recently, we a few weekends ago, we went to Hollywood Studios and it was probably more crowded than it's been in a long time. And then we had family come down and visit the park and said the same thing. Man, Hollywood Studios was packed out and I'm just worried. Unlike Animal Kingdom, who has this nature conservation theme, Epcot, this has this theme of two separate kind of like this idea of tomorrow and the World Showcase countries and has this thread throughout. And Magic Kingdom, which is this magical fantasy you know type thing, Hollywood Studios is a little bit free for all, in my opinion. And what I don't want to happen, which I feel in my guts happening, and I want to be wrong, like, please, I want to be wrong but I feel like it's becoming like a glorified Six Flags and I don't want that to happen. I don't want that feeling to happen, but you know, Brian, when I used to go to Six Flags growing up in Atlanta, I mean, you just went to a park and you'd wait in these long lines and you would just sweat and it was just kind of subpar, you know, everything was packed. Uh, You could, you just showed up and hoped for the best that day. And I, And Disney kind of has ways around that with like Genie and stuff like that and planning your day and having different experiences and shows. But here we are with Hollywood Studios with, you know, the store over in Muppet area has been closed since COVID. That's three years. We have the um, I guess the Journey of Little Mermaid venue is still closed. It's been closed for a while. It's, it's,
0: it's, It's collecting dust. Yeah, It's just dust. It's, it's terrible. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm kicking on what I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, we have a, a section of launch bay is not to its fullest. Um, I mean, what's, what's going on here and are we putting money in the right place? Do we know if this is projected in this fiscal year to, to come back to life? I mean, so what are your thoughts on that, Brian, and just Hollywood studios and, and some of that stuff?
0: Well, so Hollywood Studios is an interesting one for me because it's been it's, it's been up and down. I mean, you know, there was a period of time when Batu was being built. Where was a half day park?
1: Mm-hmm. And you can
0: say what you want, but it was a half day park, right?
1: Right, so, right.
0: So they made some decisions. They closed down. You know, there are some of the decisions they made still to this day. I think um, Streets of America closing down, the backlot tour closing down, mm-hmm. um, the American Idol. You could say what you want. That was a that was a big crowd sucker, and it was also a very cool thing. Um, that kind of stuff, you know, the restaurant after the little small quick service outside the Brown Derby, right? That was a, people like oh, yeah, that. yeah. Um, uh, Launch Bay is a shell of itself, and you know there there's an there's an, you know just you know there's another facility there that used next to Launch Bay that used to house they used to use it to premiere new. Disney movies and stuff, they, they do it a lot. I mean, there was a lot of cool things there over the years. That hasn't been used in eons.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it is, okay, and also the gift shop that was over near Launch Bay, which was probably, I, know, I would say it was the best gift shop in all of Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, that's not there anymore. Like, why? Why would you get rid of that amazing gift shop? Uh, gone. I don't, it's it's kind of strange. I don't know. The Streamosphere. Oh, Streamosphere, which is. Yeah, just I just thought do, of there's that. No excuse. There's no excuse for that. They should be back. Like, this is, it's key things. And I don't think, it's nothing that's really, I don't even understand. There's not not much expense involved to get them going again that, that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Am I missing something here? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, you know, things like this, and, and we don't know what's on the whiteboard in the. uh, you know, the imaginary uh bullpen, right? I mean we we don't know what's what's happening. But these signs like this, when you see things shut down, they're not reopening, other things are opening, other things are getting the resources to open, they're having the announcements to open. It's almost like are they tr- are they planning to do something with this park? I mean not close it obviously, but like are they planning a a big retheme announcement. I mean, we just had destination D in Orlando and D 23 is, is, is the big one, right? And that'll be in Anaheim, but at the end of next year. So you would think if they were going to announce something to do with Hollywood studios, they would have already done it. Or, I mean, cause if not, that's a whole other year of just buildings remaining closed. And I think it's reaching its capacity as far as Something is wrong with the flow. You know, there's a glitch no, no, in the matrix been, here. No,
0: there's there's always been a flow problem there. There's always been a flow problem. It's through the years. Now, an interesting thing that you, that you said because D twenty three, are you going to really are you going to trust what we hear from that? Because look at all the stuff in Epcot that was promised, which we haven't seen. Look at all the stuff in Epcot that was promised and delivered really, really late. Um, Some of that stuff hasn't happened yet. There's still vacant buildings collecting dust over there, too.
1: Well, epcots that's a great example of the announcement. You know, we had that huge announcement of how there's going to be world discovery, world nature, uh, world celebration, and world showcase. Well, that's still happening, but we've lost the Mary Poppins ride. There was going to be like a two-story building in the middle of the new like behind the ball where the statue is going to be of Walt, that's still coming. But then there's going to be this big two-story building with this panoramic glass view that you could walk up into and see the park and just a lot of cool stuff. And that was scrapped and they've kind of dialed down that vision. And now the, uh, what is it? The the interventions, the play pavilion that's been silenced. So we have a lot of stuff that was just announced and then, goes away. It's kinda like in my in my job, Brian. I know you experience people like this that say they're going to do something, but then they're going to do it three days later. I I would rather you tell me, hey, it's going to take me three days, but I'll get it to you then. Then you tell me you're going to do something and me just waiting and it took you three days. That's what I'm saying about Disney. Like set the expectation. Okay, well this stuff is coming, but just so you know it's going to be twenty twenty seven. Okay, well, if that's true, then then tell us that or don't announce it at all. Okay. Because
0: there's no track record, right? So I want to see a track record of success. And we had that for a very long time. Rarely over the years, did we ever see them promise something that doesn't happen. And now that's true.
1: Yeah, there's been a
0: lot, there's been a lot of things that have been promised and never, they never occur. And sometimes I worry that they promise things just to calm people down. And that's an, again, that goes back to those people that, everything Disney does is so great. Uh, Those people don't really look at the bigger picture that, Hey, this is a business. It costs money. We have to plan, but also they want our money. They want to keep getting the money. They want to give us more options to give us to get for us to give them their money. And that's okay because I think we're, we're in this, right? We're, we're Disney people. We, We give our money to Disney. That's fine. But they have to give us these more options and, I think they're running out of that that plan because they still have – they're so far behind. Now, was it the pandemic? I don't know. Was it the change in, change in leadership? I don't know. But this is the first time I've ever seen them fall this far behind in their promises, which, which, which is shocking.
1: So, so before we move on fully to Epcot and talk about one of our other topics we're going to talk about – What do you think is the future of Hollywood Studios? And we talk about this often, Brian. I can think of at least a handful of episodes in the recent kind of past that we've discussed Hollywood Studios and the fact that it's missing cohesiveness to to the park, right? Um, So what's going to happen there? I mean, what is your – some of your, like, right on your gut?
0: Okay, well, I think we need a theme. I think we need –
1: yeah. First of I all, we need,
0: we need a better Main Street, Main Pavilion. There, we need more shopping. I mean, I have to tell you, isn't it funny that I'm saying this? But you need more shopping there. There's not the shopping's boring. I don't know if you've gone in some of those. Those. I mean, they're okay, but you know, it's 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 a beautiful boulevard there, and the stores are okay. They're not anything, you know, really great, and there's not much. You know, remember they had the cool villain store. They got rid of that. They had a really cool art store. They got rid of that. Yeah, all those I mean, things. Why not have them? I if don't I wanted em-
1: yeah. If I want an emporium, I'll go to Main Street or yeah. World of Disney at Disney Springs. There's right. no reason that those shops cannot be something different than just a copycat of what's at other parks.
0: They have a lot of decent um, quick service food. The sit down restaurants, the sit down options are okay. Yeah. Um, Batu doesn't have enough meal options. Mm-hmm. That's a decent chunk of the park without oh, yeah. without a you know I mean without a sit down right. It's not they're they quick serves okay. Um, I think Toy Story Toy Story area is still while Slinky Dog is great, Toy Story Mania is great, but that was every already. Um, it's still not a great area. It, it doesn't keep you there very long. Like you don't go, you don't go to that park to go hang out in Toy Story area because there's only a couple things to do there. So mm-hmm. it is too big of an IP to to be that, yeah. that boring. That boring in a lot of ways. So I, I don't know. Um, I, I I feel that I would love to see a theme. By putting two there, they ruin the theme because you're never gonna be able to they should have just done a Star Wars land. It should have been a Star Wars land and then and then just kept the whole park of Star Wars. That would have been so unique. And so well thought of, and so well um, enjoyed by everybody, but they decide not to do that. Okay, great. But what are you doing here? It's a hodgepodge. It's basically Disney instead of D, so it's DHS, but Disney Hodgepodge Studios because it's really, it's really hodgepodge right now. It's a mix and match, and it's not. There's no theme. I don't really get it. I don't. You know, there's some great rides. Don't get me wrong. There's you know three or four of the best ones that they have in the in, in uh World Disney World are in this park. Um, you have at least one great restaurant. You have, uh, a couple decent things, but it's not really worth going. So there's not, I don't go out of my way to go there unless I'm going for, for those rides. Right. And some of the other parks, you could actually go and have fun without going on the rides. Right. You can right. I, 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 hey, Epcot, you go to Epcot and have fun and not even going on one, mm-hmm. one ride. Yep. Um, Magic, Magic Kingdom. You can have a lot of fun without really going on a ride. You can't. Um, Animal Kingdom again. Hollywood oh, Studios, eh, I don't know anymore. I don't I just don't know if it's I just don't understand what it is. I really don't understand. and and again, what you talked about the flow, the flow is awful there. The flow is awful. Maybe you need the big hat back cuz the big hat kind of diverted people. I don't know. why. <laughs> you know what it was, you but it made it made you either choose, right?
1: Yeah. And now, yeah. now
0: people kind of walk over there and they stop and it gets all gets all muffled and like like okay, come on guys, move move. And it, it's not there's not that progression whereas Obviously, Magic Kingdom, the, the coolest thing about Magic Kingdom is the crowds flow by themselves. They just, they come in, they disperse, they go different ways, hub and spoke. And and they don't they don't even have people pushing, you know, go this way, go this way, go that way. At Hollywood Studios, people all just mull together. They don't know what to do. They're like, what should we do? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an end. I don't know. It's very weird. It's very weird. Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't have an answer for you, Evan. I, I really, I'm, I'm lost here.
1: Well, And something else I kind of thought of too, you know, you always, and we, we preach this, we preach about planning before you go to the parks and not just showing up, right? Okay. Well now I'm sort of a local and on a random Saturday, we like to go to a park and Hollywood studios, you know, I was just thinking through this statement. I, I think it is true. Hollywood studios is the only park now where you can't really show up and ride anything okay evcot you can show up you can go on like living with the land spaceship earth the seas with nemo right those are all in figment those at least those those four are always fairly low weights you know that you could just show up and go on and wait 15 and to the, 20 and minutes the mexico. at the most
0: and Me- and mexico, okay.
1: oh yeah 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 mexico pavilion yep, yep that one and okay so then animal kingdom you have triceratops spin you have the the jungle trails you have this tough to be a bug um I may be missing maybe one or something that you could just show up. And I'm not talking about shows. I'm just talking about rides.
0: Oh, well, the ra- the rapids. You, know, you can always go. You to can the rapids, do the rapids. That, yeah.
1: I mean, that's yeah. at least an option, right? Then magic kingdom has a ton. I mean that you can show up and do that are mermaids. Sometimes pirates has low weight, 15, 20 minutes. Yes, Sometimes, yes. you know, Dumbo, you can do feel her magic, which is, that's kind of a show. The carousel, the country.
0: bear. Gym, there's right.
1: always something. Okay. But Hollywood studios, there's nothing. There's only shows, Lightning McQueen, The Beauty and the Beast, and um, Frozen. Alien Swirling Saucers was it, but last couple times we've been, Brian, it's been about 45 minutes for Alien Swirling Saucers.
0: Yeah, no way you should ever wait 45 minutes for
1: that. So ride. there's no attraction that you could just show up as a family unless you buy Genie and do at Hollywood Studios. And I think that's a that's an issue. I, I don't know, man. It's just, I I and I, like we said, I love this park. I love the feel of the park. I love the kind of like roaring 20s or 40s or 50s vibe that you get in some of the areas, especially when you're walking in the lights over and the big band music playing. I mean, I love the feel of that. And I like how they're going to revamp it this holidays by doing Disney Jollywood nights. And that's going to be cool, I think. And I like that. But what is the park during the day? And what is the meat of the park? We just need something. It's like right there on the on the cusp. Of being something good, which just marrying it all together somehow. So it, I don't know.
0: You know. Okay. So here's here's a couple of things about it. Um, when it started, when it when it had a theme originally, it was a movie theme thing. And there was a lot a lot to do there. There was a lot of small things to do that kept you interested. If you didn't want to go on on a on a, on a key ride, you could actually do other things. There was a lot to do. Then there was a stretch where, um, hey, it was for many years it was the number one destination for the holidays because of the Osborne lights. There's no other, like, that's the place to go. There was no other place you wanted to go than there. So that, that kept people there, right? Got people there. Um, A lot of those other buildings were filled with things to do. There were other, like um, I'm trying to figure out there was, obviously there was American Idol, which was always, it sucked a big crowd for a while. There was sounds dangerously, which was okay, but it was at least again took people off the streets for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there were things, there were some things to do to keep you occupied. This the uh, streets of America, the streets of Sphere, um, lights, motor action, right? That what that did was it took people, it took them to other parts of the park, and it and it, and it basically took the crowd and dispersed it, right? Which was great. Yeah, yeah. Then at Christmas uh, during during Christmas time, everybody wanted to go there, right? And it was amazing. So I don't know why, again, they got rid of Osborne Lights. I still don't, to this day, I don't understand that. I think that was one of the worst moves they ever did. Um, it crushed this park as far as popularity because besides the rides, you're right, there's not a lot of reasons to go there. There really aren't cool shops. The restaurants are okay, but mm-hmm. there's nothing that you're going to go out of. Here. So here's my question. There's nothing you're going to go out of your way to go to have a meal. at. There's nothing here that's worthy of, you know what? I'm going to go to that park because I want to go to that restaurant. I want to. Yeah, yeah, I want to go to La Air. Okay, I go to Epcot. Okay, fine. I want to go to Space Two Twenty. I'll go to Epcot. You know, I like, but there's not one of those restaurants there. Brown Verb is great,
1: but that's probably else I was going to say. That's yeah. probably the only one that. But I is, wouldn't go out is, of my way. You could. Yeah. Go, you could
0: find other ones that are fairly good. You can go to Citrus right. right and do the yep. same thing. There. Like I mean, yep. uh, so plenty so, of resorts. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't that's why that's why I think the problem you know again you have E-ticket rides there up the g- Gazoo there's you know there's three or four amazing rides there and you can probably say five six six rides that are that are terrific there like if you, if you go on those six rides you might as well go home after you're done.
1: Oh I mean Rise of the Resistance is still to me by far the best ride in yep. in each in every park okay so there's still like I said good things about the park I'm leaving it on an optimistic note on my comment saying I'm looking forward to what is being planned for that park. But you know, I am, I'm just being a realist as it is right now, but again, looking forward to hopefully something better there.
0: Yeah. It, it, it deserves better. How about that? Yeah. This is the way I look at it because we love the park. It yep. deserves yep. better. It deserves a better. Now, can they, what can they do without shutting it down for a while? Like, how do you fix the flow? All, they they made some decisions without thinking about that, right? Getting rid of the hat. Okay. Hey, I didn't we we didn't want the icon. We got rid of the hat. We got rid of mm-hmm. the water tower. Still yep. don't understand that, but okay, fine. But but that was actually a, a way to divert traffic. Mm-hmm. Then you have, you, you change your Mickey Mickey's Runaway Railway. Okay, that's fine. I don't think that, I mean, the, the Great Movie Ride was great. What it did was it also kept people in that ride for out, like, what forty minutes?
1: Yeah, it was it was um, a pretty long. ride.
0: now it's like ten minutes. And so, the
1: wait wasn't that long for Great no, to Ride a lot. No, yet.
0: because it, they had so many cars and they did it. They had yeah. it dispersed enough, right? Right. So you had a lot of people off the street. You had Lace motor action. A lot of people off the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, where are those people now? And They're all just walking around, mm-hmm. muddled around, you know, trying to figure out what direction to go because. There were a lot, you know, one thing cool about Hollywood Studios at the beginning was you could go in so many different directions and walk around and you wouldn't even know where you're going. And you kind of got lost a lot, but that was okay because a lot of people got lost and it got, you know, but right now it's not like that. And that's, that's the whole thing about. Phantasmic. Um, I mean, phantasm is the, is the really scary movie that's out right now. That just, that was on the other day. So don't watch that because it gives me really bad dreams. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that at that time the night that they have that show the entire park goes there because there's nothing else to do and then they all leave at the same time it's crazy so these are logistically one of the cool things about disney to me always was logistically they do a really good job in diverting crowds better than any other theme park in the world they do better a better job with with crowd control and moving crowds not at hollywood studios for some reason they didn't plan right for that. I don't know, or maybe the changes they made went against the original plan. I don't know. That's that's it. I love that park.
1: Yeah, like, me too. Know, it's not. It's not a. It's
0: not a hate thing. It's just a It's a shake a head thing. It's a shake. Right. I'm shaking my head at her right now. Like, what the heck are you doing here?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so let's move on to EPCOT. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, I've I've been to this twice. Okay. Before it opened and it's the um, journey of water Moana. Okay. And there's been some talk online that this doesn't fit here. Okay. It's better to fit in animal kingdom because the idea of nature and teaching you about the water cycle and, and relaying it into Moana. I see that. Okay. And I raise you a little bit of a a challenging that thought because A, it's in world nature. That's the point. It's right next to the seas, the land it's right there. And number two, edutainment is Epcot. So teaching you about the water cycle, showing you nature, that is a part of Epcot. So I can see how it fits, but I also could see how it wouldn't fit. But I overall, I like it. Okay, I've been through it twice, and I think when it opens and it becomes a staple, and then the the walls come down, and it's a part of a like a flow pattern in between. You know, if you're like looking at Walt's statue and you're going to be walking towards World, World Showcase, but you want to go over to the land instead of just taking a regular path, maybe you can walk through that attraction. Now I don't know if that is true if you can. Uh, how it flows now, you cannot. You enter and exit at the same spot, and that's it. But eventually I hope it's just kind of like a walkthrough. Just like you can go and watch the dancing water over by figment and the upside down waterfall. And you can just kind of take your time and go and come. But otherwise I think it's good. I think it can have a place, but I do think it's a bit out of place maybe. So I'm looking forward to how they're going to tie that in once it's all said and done. And if it will match the landscape, because right now it's still next to the, the walls so first off your thoughts on that and then we'll talk about the walls and epcot in general but
0: so i haven't been i haven't been to it yet so right. i'm going to yeah a lot, you, you... a lot of judgment until i see it but i've seen right. i heard from you i've seen pictures i I mean it looks cool um you know my comment has been it, it took way too long to make but okay yeah. there's a lot of other things to get done and for the amount of time it took i ex- i expect something to be mind-blowing so it's not from what i hear it's not but it's also very good so that's okay and I think it's it's a welcome addition. We need something new there. They made a lot of changes. But the thing is, I wanted the Horizon play area. I wanted all that. that that's the one yeah, I really thought was – because, because what it would have done, I Evan, again, we had have the same discussion. It diverts people over there. Right. Right, A bunch of crowds will go over that direction. Right now, you're popping them right in the middle of this. It, it, it's, where is it located? It's, it's pretty close to
1: – It's right across from Coral Reef. Right okay. across from it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's – see um that's it that's a weird that's a weird place but okay that's that's fine
1: yeah it's weird
0: um you know but you know what the living seas is animals the living seas is water i don't i'm not really that much against it because it is an educ like it's an edutainment place yes you're right we don't have as much of that anymore right we lost a lot of that yeah you know and and so we need to get some more of that back so maybe maybe that i i, I want to see it first did it deserve? Did it deserve to go in animal kingdom yeah, that would be probably pretty cool if it was there yeah but you could probably say living Sea should be there too
1: right true
0: very true maybe living with the land should be there too right mm-hmm. I, I. it's just a matter of you can't once you start doing these things you can't pick them up and move them over that's um, right and then you can, so you can't do that so there's other there's other things. I, I I'm not gonna worry too much about that. I wanna see it. I'll make my judgment then. Um I just I really feel that it's not moving the bar within, you know, compared to anything else. It's not moving the bar like Guardians did. Mm. You know, Tron did. Like Tron right. Tron and Guardians moved the bar. They put you know, we got two amazing attractions that are mind blowing. There's nothing else like that around. Those are those are great. You know, what is this? Okay, it's great. It's a good thing to go see. Maybe it'll take some time up. So what is it t- how much time of your, how much of your time does it take to see it fully what do you think in your mind
1: now Disney recommends devoting up to 30 minutes to experience it okay. I think that's long I think it's about 15 to 20. so that I mean I would say now that I've done it I mean the first time it was very crowded so maybe it did take up to that 20 mark if you really want to go through, look at everything, participate in everything, there's even like a splash pad kind of inside at the end for kids. Yeah. So, you know, you could spend, little kids could spend a long time in there. Right. Um, very, it's, it's cool that area. So I would say 15 to 20 minutes, you know. Okay.
0: Okay. So it's a cool thing. And you go in there, spend 15, 20 minutes, go on to something else
1: yeah
0: i don't think it's a bad thing if it gives some gives some props to one of the best movies you know of of the last last group of movies yeah Um, i think moana moana is a you know the next stage of classic there i i think that's great i wish they had done other things but hey guess what probably better than rapunzel's bathroom (laughs) you know you feel bad because rapunzel was a great 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 movie and the only guy was a bathroom and i think we got to that's the one thing I worry about is that we, we have to start getting some of these good IPs, something decent, which we're not doing. Again, that's, again, well, we could, this is something for an Imagineering show, but as far as Moana and and the, I think it's okay for 20 minutes. Right. Is it that, is it that crazy? I, I'm not, I wouldn't worry too much. I don't know. People spend way, way too much time worrying about it and uh, let's leave it as is. It's If it's beautiful, then let it. Let's leave it and see. I want to. I want to see it. So as soon as I see it, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts.
1: Yeah, that's good. Which will be so, soon. So right. So I mean, where else do we want to go here? I have a couple of things I just want to talk about. So okay,
0: it's it's very interesting because the pricing and the and the raising of prices and yeah yeah everything is everything is getting bigger and again it is it anything different than other things that you guys are experiencing in life? It's not really. It's just you know yes it's our happy place. Yes, it's our place we want to go, but guess what? It's, it's costing more. This is my whole theory and and you can, you know, I'm going to call it the PGE theory, but that theory, but that's, we pay for, well, you pay for your experience and prices do increase. So it happens. So, but when you pay more in life, right, this has nothing to do, it doesn't even sound dizzy. I'm thinking anything in life. When you start paying more for things, you expect more. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the yep. Disney in the Disney case here, I'm paying you know you pay more and you're like okay I can pay more I understand it things are things things are increasing the world we live in is 2023, um it's a crazy world, things are more expensive the supply chain we talked all about that that's that's that happened right that's yeah. not there and yep. I, I have another I have another thing too that I want to talk about but but so okay, but then, so when, as far as Disney when I when I talk about PGE this is what I'm going to say you pay more. Which is the P, you go less, which is the G, because you can't afford to go as many times as you used to. So you're going to go less. You still have your budget, right? You pay more, but you're not going to go as much, but you expect more. So mm-hmm. that's the E. So the P and the G's and the E. So they expect more. So my feeling is if I'm paying more, which we are, right? We're paying, we're well, paying more. Right. We're going less. Because we can't afford to go as many times as we used to. Because again, I do want to I do want to caveat one thing. If you go to Disney and you're eating I saw this person um courting about, hey, when I go to Disney, I, I do a great thing. I go to, I go to sports, the sports resort, I get my family a bunch of ramen noodles. We combine our lunches, we we I mean, we take water from the bathroom faucets and we put them in our thing. Like, and I'm like, listen here. And I'm like, are you really kidding me? And they're like, yeah, now we're able to. To, to go a couple times a year because work now if that if i was doing that to my kids to have them experience these the skimpy tri- i wouldn't do it like if i just go one less time and actually allowed to have let them have a good meal allow them to 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 get a soda um yeah. that i saw i, I was laughing I, I i took a screenshot of it. i'm gonna show it to you. but the person was like really saying like this is how i save money now because i i you know we make sandwiches and we put them in our backpack. That's great. People do that, right? That's no, yep. there's no harm in that. I bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time. Yep. that's not yep. you're right. You, you, there's no problem. But what they would do, you know, what they would do that, and that would be their only meal for the day, um, and or because they just didn't, they you know, they, they would go back at night and they would use the hot pot in the room, and they would make ramen noodles. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, come on now. That's they're saying, yeah, that's only fifty cents, and that's not a vacation. I don't understand. Just And that goes back, you know, what I said before. Save, you know, you have to save more than you did before. Okay, great. We don't want to, but we have to. So don't go as much, and just or save save an extra month before you go, and then you'll be having enough money. So that's my that's my whole thing about it. Because you pay more, you go less, but you expect more. So I do expect more now. That last phrase is the big one that I have a problem with because I expect more. So I'm paying more. I expect more. So here's my question to you, Evan: Is do you think we're getting more for our money now than we did three or four years ago? Now, again, we're paying more, which is fine, right? Cause we thought it was going to happen. It's, it's life, but are we getting more for our money? You know, equate that to the experiences and the value. Are we getting more? And That's why I have a problem.
1: So mm. what do you think
0: there? Cause I don't think we do.
1: That's but- good. I mean, you know, I I don't even know, and and this, and more is a relative term, okay? Like I, and maybe it's, I expect quality, you know, like expecting more as in not, you know, because there's quantity and quality, right? Right. I don't necessarily mean that I expect more quantity, because if you just add a bunch of quantity, then it's going to, it's going to be horrible, right? Because we know that quantity without quality is, nobody wants to go to something like that. So don't just drop a big wrought iron coaster in a park because you're trying to add another ride. Okay. That's, that's the six flags approach. It's quantity. I expect quality when I would, if I'm, if I'm paying more and if I'm going less, I'm expecting quality when I go. And I don't think that is out of the question. I don't think that is too much to ask a family is paying more. And and I see a lot of the, um, Brian and, and groups, people do those calculations, you know? Yeah. And a lot of it's, tr- okay, so on two sides. One, some of it's unfair comparison. Well, I took my family of four in 2017, and it is less than my family of four today. Well, okay, it is going to be that because of prices and inflation and all that stuff. But some people have tracked it in the last year or two years and shown a huge gap on some of the same things. Right. So what are we getting different? You know, if I'm if I am paying more for a pop century room and I'm going less and I'm expecting that room to be superb when I do get to when I do get there. I don't expect it to be dirty or have bugs or whatever. And that, so your PGE goes for everything that's like that. All right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think it's not a huge ask. Now I don't expect perfection. I don't expect, you know, um, pixie dust. I don't expect everything to go my way the whole entire trip. That's not, that's not what we mean, but we are expecting that we get quality for what we're paying. And, and to do that, Disney leadership, cast members from top to bottom, bottom to top, have to deliver that guest experience because of us paying more. And that's what we are, that's what we're, it's under the microscope, okay? That's what we're analyzing here, right?
0: And this is what, you know, and this is where I'm going to tell you that the biggest Situation here is in the restaurants, and and why I'm gonna what besides the fact that we're getting you know the rooms, the quality, I still think the cast members are, are great. I, I, oh yeah, great. cast members are awesome. They maybe there's not enough of them, and they need we need they need help, but they're awesome. So I'm not um this is not a cast member thing, but I'm gonna tell you in some of the restaurants where I think it's better off to go to one of the top end restaurants because at least you're gonna get quality, whereas some of these character restaurants you know like for example like crystal palace or like crystal palace hey it's not it wasn't bad when it was reasonably priced it's so expensive per person right now you're not getting quality food you're not i mean that food is not quality it's not even if it's lucky lucky to be mediocre um so in a lot of ways it's much better to go to a, a higher end restaurant now because at least you are going to get quality. Now people mm-hmm. don't want to hear that because you are going to spend more. But right. I just have this problem. If I am going to spend, if I am okay, so let's think, think about this. A family of four goes to a character dinner, right? They're spending sixty dollars a person, maybe right? If that okay, so two hundred forty dollars plus tax. Um, maybe they get a dessert. Who knows? Okay, so two hundred fifty, two hundred sixty dollars with a tip, close to three hundred, right? So three hundred dollars. You go into a family of four to see a character dinner. So $300. If you go to any restaurant and you spend $300, you're expecting to get quality food. But instead, what you're getting is dry chicken. Um, I, I mean, I could I can't even tell you so how bad some of that food is. Now, I'm not going to tell you sometimes it's not decent. It might be decent, but it's not great. And it's not $300 great. Now, you go to, so let's say you go to Citrico's. So let's say you go to Spring Canyon, let's say you go to um, Boma and you're spending about the same for a family of four, maybe a little bit less, but you're getting way better quality food. So that's the thing that I don't think people realize as much is that I expect if I'm paying $300 from a family of four for dinner, which is outrageous, but hey, it's it. believe me, everybody's doing this. Because if you look at some of these, that's actually – I mean, I don't even know how people can do it sometimes because it's, it's just yeah. outrageous sometimes. So they're paying $300 for crappy food. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They are. And you can go to, let's say you go to Shula's. Okay. Let's say you go to Shula's and everybody spends $70 and you're four people, $70. Okay. So now you're 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 $330, $340, mm-hmm. but you had an amazing meal. Yeah, that you that you go, you leave that meal, and you're like, "Wow, that was a great meal." You go to K May Cafe and you spend the upcharge for the for the for the uh, crabs. Okay, so let's say you do that. Okay, hey, K has got a good price. Okay, fine, but it's a good buffet. It's it's okay. You pay for the crabs. Okay, maybe a little bit more. So, okay, guess what? You're paying sixty five seventy dollars per person. Okay, it's still a lot. Just wait, it's a lot. Um, it's more than you would pay at a crab place in Baltimore per se, but. You're paying $340 for that family of four, but you walk away from there saying, wow, that was just a fabulous meal. That's the thing that, that I, I'm trying to figure out. I don't understand that yet. This is where Disney has to look at things. Yes, Space 220 is outrageously expensive, but the food is really good, mm-hmm. So and the experience is good. But some of these other places, they're just telling people – they take advantage of the families because they're paying – I look at Chef Mickey's and I see all the times I went to Chef Mickey's I got terrible food because we wanted to see the characters. And now I'm glad, I'm kind of glad my kids got older because they don't want to see those characters anymore. They want to see other characters. And that's not really something I want to go. But I would go there and I'd be like, look at this meal I'm having for, you know, $60. This Mm -hmm. is crazy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So value. Do I expect more? I do expect more for my money. And I don't mind paying the money. I don't mind paying as long as I'm getting the quality I expect. And if I'm not getting that, then I have a really big problem. If that makes sense.
1: Absolutely, makes perfect sense. I think that's a great point too. Okay, so but now there's one. Yeah, there's yeah one go thing ahead. I,
0: I, okay. This is a big one too. And Spoonies, you got to listen to this one because this is this is the okay. 2023. We know there's a lot of crazy things going on in this world, right? And one of the things that the biggest cost that I think Disney has been spending, and I heard this from a person I'm not going to name and get the person in trouble. I heard this from somebody, and now I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, you, you know, you're right. Okay, cybersecurity is amazing and crazy right now. Like the 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 things that go on that you guys don't know about, um, is is psychotic. So now we have all these magic bands, right? So you, so think about this. You have this magic band. It's got your name, your your kids' names, your any you know what you've done it has a history of what you're doing has your credit card it has your rooms has your address has a lot of information on there more than you probably want to you want people to know disney has to protect that and they're fighting they're fighting their cyber secure, just like any other company is fighting the cyber crime the cyber thieves all the time um it is it is from what i hear they have an amazing cyber team so which because you know as well as i do if they ever had a leak if there ever was a breach it would be devastating to them, right? Because they're they have so much of our information.
1: Oh yeah,
0: right. I mean, you think of any other company besides these major credit card companies that have so much information about people? You know, the millions and millions of customers that come through that buy a Magic Band, that sync mm-hmm. up your credit card,
1: right? Oh, sync yeah. up your
0: credit card. Um, your Disney experience with all your information, your emails, or all this. okay, your address. They do all that, and they're protecting that. So the cost of doing that. And the changes they had to make to their infrastructures were immense. Now they don't publicize this, right? No one knows that. So this is why I kind of I'm thinking, you know, I'm giving Disney a little bit of a mulligan here with the with the cost. Yeah, hey, it went up, but you have not heard a breach. You haven't. Again, I only want I don't want to jinx us, but that's you got to think about that. What what is that? Yeah, when my friend was telling me this, and he started going into this, I'm like. You know what? I, I see it every day in business. We see you know uh, cyber attacks all the time. Right? Half mm-hmm. Every company's getting yeah. it. it's yeah. crazy right now. So you know people are going after Disney. All those people. There's oh you yeah. know, and Now now that Disney's in other countries, they they had to invest a lot of money, guys. Just so you know, over the last couple of years, you know, to help these cyber criminals. There, their cyber team is really good. It's a lot of data. It's a lot of information that they're protecting and you don't realize that sometimes you know you ease off on them a little bit about the prices because they're keeping our information safe now if that ever happens you know it'll be crushing but we can't you can't have that happen and i think that's a that's a big fear that people have right now is that if anybody ever because look what happened to mgm casinos did you did you know that what happened with that evan I guess not. No. So, okay, so folks, just so you know, this you it's in the paper. You know, obviously look it up. You know, do a search. MGM, the the corporation. Okay, so casino, hotel, um, betting, sports betting, everything like that. Right. So MGM was hacked by a person who went into a LinkedIn profile, called up and asked for a password change, and the, and the the IT department said, "Sure, I'll change your password for you." And then the person got in, and totally took them offline for two or three days and i'm saying it was so bad that the hotels if you had a you couldn't even open your hotel door because they they hacked wow. all the all the card keys they hacked all the all the slot machines they hacked all the online accounts they hacked everything so everything that you know it's like you know it's a hotel it's a it's a re- it's got a restaurant everything mm-hmm. people couldn't get in their rooms um could you imagine if that ever happened to Disney?
1: Oh, you yeah, got to think about horrible. this. We,
0: we talk about the apocalypse, uh, you know, the zombie apocalypse episode. Um, if that happened, if there was a cyber attack to Disney, what would happen? Could you imagine all the things that would go wrong that day? Let's just say 10 o'clock in the day, everybody's hotel room access is gone. Everybody's magic band doesn't work. Everybody's, all the credit card machines in the, in the, in the whole park, do not work. You mm-hmm. can't buy anything. You can't eat. You can't go to your hotel. What else? What else works off of technology there? All the monorails, all the transportation, it would all be down. What oh, yeah. would happen? It would be
1: <laughs> chaos. It would be mass chaos, right? Yeah.
0: So I tell you that they have spent a ton of money um, to try to, you know, keep that up to par because they're fighting battles just like everybody else is. Yep. But no one wants to be the next MGM. Um, yeah, go look it up. I, I, guys, if you haven't thought about it, go look it up because it is shocking what happened to them. No one wants to be that person, that company. So check it out. Um, they didn't do a very good job with their cyber, cybersecurity. security. Disney has spent a lot of money to make that, you know, because they know it, it would be catastrophic if that ever happened.
1: So, well, yeah, this is that portion of what you're talking about cyber security, IT, um, same thing with like legal fees because you know people are always going oh, nice. after companies uh, permits architectural things like inspections or even marketing uh, those are all what we call soft cost in the industry right these those aren't the hard costs the hard cost is paying a cast member or or um, building like the materials to build something or a ride or You know, that's those are hard costs. Those are those are there. But soft costs a lot of times are hard to quantify and hard to forecast for because they're changing. It's a viable marketplace. Um, You know, if as time goes on and people are seemingly more offended about things or more vocal about their offenses, I'll say it that way. They're going to go after Disney. Disney has to increase in lawyers and legal fees, just like they have to increase in I.T., So there's all of those variables that go into play of why increases happen. And I know that their vendors, their contractors, all of that stuff are raising their prices. So that has to go into account as well. The flip side of that, or not the flip side, in addition to that, Brian, I was thinking about this the other day, I was standing at the uh, entrance of, of Epcot where security is. You know, when you go through security at the front gate of Epcot, you look to the left and that's the monorail station that you know yes, goes above yes. you, right? So underneath it is uh it's like it's foliage, right? Plants. It's just like a, a couple big beds that have plants in it. And if you just look, and I was pointing to my father-in-law, I was like, just look at this little area right here. Okay. This little area is probably a thousand dollars worth of shrubbery and and you know, mulch and dirt. Oh, yes, yes. And then labor to upkeep it watering it just this little bitty square footage of right of of plants right here so multiply that by however many square miles the property is i can't remember off the top of my head plus the whole you know agriculture horticulture division or whatever um gardening all of its staff you know chemicals pesticides weed and feed all of just that one little sliver of the park and how much it costs to upkeep that. So we have to remember that like, Oh, Disney's raising their prices. They're raising their food and park prices and all that. And it's just, they're trying to get us because they just are. Well, like we've said, there's a lot of variables here. So I can't, I can't complain with the fact, but also don't put a ton of money into, um, I guess how I'm trying to say is I'd rather you skimp out on 20 plants than, than uh, not provide a, a good guest experience. So you, someone has to, to manage that.
0: Oh yeah. So I don't think people realize that sometimes when they complain. And again, I complain about more about when they make bad decisions or they, or they take away something that's good. And why, why, I don't like change just for the sake of change. I like you know change is good, mm-hmm. but if, if something's fine, leave it. Go make something new. I think Disney's value has always been making something brand new. Mm-hmm. Why get rid of something that's fine, where you can actually just go create something new? We have these buildings that are sitting there vacant. Then why are they going to make changes to an existing ride or an existing attraction? Mm-hmm. Why are they spending the time and effort to to mess with? the country bear at January where they have vacant buildings in other areas, right? Do them first, then go back and make those changes, but get those other things. Don't make them look like a ghost town. I don't like right. that. Right. It just looks cheesy. And just like you said, you know, Hollywood studios got, has way too much of a ghost town atmosphere. You walk around these are like, you know, just think of a person who has never been there. Like, and they, this is their first year they're ever there and they're walking around and they're like, what is that building? What is that vacant? What is that thing over there? I wonder why that's there like that, you know. The, even like the building where American Idol was, or right next to it, sounds dangerously. Those things are sitting there, collecting dust too. What's going on there with those? You know, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like that, that's the stuff that I would, I would fix first. And again, it's just how you think about things. Get aesthetic wise, fix the ones that are obvious, then go back and fix the other ones later.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean. Great points. I think we've made a lot of great points in this this episode, Um, talking about the state of things and where we're hopeful of the direction they're going to go. And it is hopeful. I mean, look, y'all, we have a Disney podcast. We um, we enjoy it, to say the least, and it's a hobby for us. So we want to see the company succeed. We want to see it provide great memories for families that are remembered for the rest of their lives, right? We want all this to happen. So that is the, the where we're coming from. It's not coming from a pure critic point. It's coming from a constructive critical point, right? We want this to be going the right direction. So, I, I mean, there, like like I said, my closing thought here, there's a lot that's going to be coming. Uh, you know, they announce stuff often. They announce little changes, whether it's new food, new restaurant, new hotels. I mean, whatever it may be. Let's just, you know, hopefully they're going to go in a direction to fix some of this stuff that is blatantly broken. And to your point, Brian, if I'm walking in Hollywood studios and I walk to the right and I see this big, huge aerial up on this building and I'm there for the first time, I'm thinking, Whoa, what cool little mermaid thing is that? It's nothing. It's just a big empty building. I mean, that's just, that's a, c- come on. It's
0: guys. And so, and cause Ariel is such a big part of, yeah. Disney, right. I mean, it's a, yeah, yeah, no, I, I So I,
1: I, I, anyways that's that's my closing thoughts and then
0: I have yeah, just one my last thing is so as you know, yeah, we do love Disney. We love I mean, we wanted to succeed. I I there's nothing better. I can tell you this. No matter what goes on, I still when I walk under the train tracks onto Main Street or I walk into Epcot from whichever way I go and I see the I see Spaceship Earth and I, I you know, I and I walk into Animal Kingdom and I see the tree of life mm-hmm. and I walk into Hollywood Studios and I see I don't know what, but but I still see I see the no again, I see I see the, yeah. the, the street and everything. I still get that feeling it's not it's not going away, it's not it's there, you know. It. um, I know one of our one of our good friends, Peggy, just went to Disneyland and I was like dying because she I thought she she was soaking in that magic and you know, Disneyland still has that you walk in and you see things and it's it's. The sight, the sight lines are so good where you feel that yeah, that's going to, that's not going to change guys. That's, that's that feeling. You know, you know, I'm, I'm always, I've always been hooked. That's not, it, if it ever comes to a point where I walk into the train tracks, I look in there and I see something that gloom and, you know, makes me, makes me feel like, you know, a sick to my stomach. Then I'm not going to ever go again. That'll be, it's not like that. I go in there and I feel like I'm a little kid. There's, that's what I, that's my feeling. And I, and I, I hope that's all you, you, how you feel because that is my whole thing. I walk through there and it's like, Hey, this yeah. is how it was when I was a kid. This is the same thing. I like that feeling. I don't want that to go away. And I worry mm-hmm. about it. I worry about that it's not. And Hollywood Studios right now, like we talked about, you walk in and you're like, I don't know what's going on here. I'm just a little confused. And hey, there's some great rides here, but what else is, you know, what am I going to do here? What's the what's the purpose of this place? So anyway, I, we, I think we did a great job. And I think this is a, I hope, I want to hear the comments because, We're not negative. We're just, you know, this is all out of love. We're doing this all out of love. And it's not, it's not out of any kind of negativity.
1: Yep. Excellent way to end it there. So Spoonies, like Brian said, let's keep the conversation going. Let's uh, talk about his PGE theory. Let's talk about some other things we talked about in the Facebook groups. That is a spoonful of podcast, Spoonie Nation. And that is where we can keep the conversation going. We are also on Instagram and Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. You can also email us info at spoonful of Please also don't forget you can message us and maybe you have a topic you would like to discuss on the show. We have a lot of guests that reach out to us that way and we get them on the show and it ends up being guests and they become friends and, and it's it's great. That's a way for our community to grow, along with also rating and reviewing the show on however you're listening to us today. That is also helpful as well. So as always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care everybody. get ready to explore much
0: Thank you for listening to a spoonful of podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media and all episodes on a spoonful Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.